Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 5th, 2022. So I'm teaching a series right now called Pursuing Grace-Based Success. If this is your first time watching this podcast, then this is a podcast for people that want to understand the Bible. This is a podcast for people that don't, that read the Bible, don't really understand it, and they're trying to get the Bible to apply to their daily living. So this is called Today's Word. In December 1997, the Lord told me to put his word in people's email inbox and to teach it. And so I started 25 years ago. It's evolved over the years. There's a lot of stuff that happens now, but nevertheless, we're here giving you a daily word from God in a way that you can apply to your daily living, where your learning can turn into living, where this information can turn into application. And so those that have been receiving today's word for a long time, they know how this works. We're going to get into the word. We're going to read some scriptures. We're going to see what God says. And then I'm going to give you some Bible application for your daily living. Right now I'm teaching a series on success, pursuing grace-based success. This is part 14 of the series. And the title of today's message is you can have faith for success when you trust God's love. You can have faith for success when you trust God's love. Put this in the chat. I trust the love of God. Not only do we believe in the love of God, but we have to trust it. We have to get to the point where you trust, where you enter into God's rest because you believe God, you trust him, and you trust in his love towards you. This unconditional, unending, this unyielding love towards you. God is more committed to you than you're committed to you. And when you're convinced of that, when you get fully persuaded, that's how you can live the life of faith. And you will become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. So get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Our foundational scriptures are, and let me go through them. The first one is Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through 10. The Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe. <laughs> All you did, was, you didn't do anything. All you did was receive the gift of eternal life. It was a gift and you can't work for a gift. All you can do with a gift is receive it. So you're not saved by the things you have done. You have done, so you have nothing to boast about. Now, verse 10 says that in Christ Jesus, God made us new people, a new creation, so that we could spend the remainder of our days performing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So say this, say, I have work to do. There, There's work, there's good works that God ordained for us to do. Now, now, we're not working for grace. We are working by grace. I'm not working to be saved. I'm working because I'm saved. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31 says, God has united you, if you're born again, with Christ Jesus. Now, once you're united with Christ Jesus, several thing, things happen here. Paul says, God made Jesus to become wisdom itself. So now you have access to wisdom. God made you right with him because of Jesus. So now you are, I say, I'm the righteousness of God. So I have access to wisdom from above. I have access to righteousness. God put his righteousness, the righteousness of Jesus on me, and God put my sin on him. Not only that, but in Christ Jesus, God made you pure and holy and freed you from sin. So because of Jesus, you have access to wisdom. You are righteous. God made you pure. God made you holy. God freed you from sin. 
all of that because of him, none of it because of you. Therefore, verse 31 says, you have nothing to boast about. If you're going to boast, your boast needs to be in him. There's no reason for you to be selfish or full of pride. You didn't do anything. It's the grace of God towards you. It's all about him. It's not about us. If we're going to be a success in this world, it's going to be because of the grace of God. Second Timothy 1 and 9 says, God saved us and called us. Say, I'm called. I'm called by God. God saved us and called us. Put that in the chat. Say, I am called by God. I have an individual specific divine calling. So God saved us and called us, not according to our own works. So it's not, it's not works-based. It's, it's not performance-based. It's grace-based. God called us. He saved us and called us according to his own purpose and grace. So he gave us a purpose and the grace for the purpose. He gave us an assignment and the grace for the assignment. The text says that he gave us both in Christ Jesus, that he gave us both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Once again, all the emphasis is on him. It's not about us. It's all about him. So yesterday I talked about trusting God or trusting in the love of God for your success. And we looked at 1 John 4. In 1 John 4, the apostle John says, so we know the love God has for us. And we trust in that love. We believe the love and we trust in that, in that love. When you know that you are God's beloved, when you know that you're God's favorite, when you know that God loves you and you trust in that love, man, it just does something. It does something for your confidence because at that point, your confidence is, is focused on him and not, it's not about you. It's all about him. So I've already taught you that true success and prosperity cannot be found in things that are connected to this world, right? So true success and prosperity are only found in finding, following, and finishing your divine purpose and getting it done before you die. You discover it, you develop in it, and then you deploy into it and you get it done before you die. That's how you become a success. How do I spell success? I spell it P-U-R-P-O-S-E, purpose. Success is measured in purpose. So you have to give up when you discover Jesus, you have to give up whatever you were working on in life, whatever your definition of success was before that, and God begins to reveal to you the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world, you must be willing to give up your plans for God's plans because God's plans are better than your plans. And if you selfishly pursue your plans over God's plans, if you selfishly pursue your will over God's will, then it doesn't matter how good you are at whatever you're pursuing. If it wasn't, if it wasn't what you were supposed to be doing, you're going to get to heaven only to realize that you wasted the one life that God gave you. So when you trust in the love of God, when you know that God loves you with this unconditional love, then you're willing to give up your life. You're willing to give up control. You're willing to, to yield to God. You're willing to lower your will and exalt his will over your will so that you can become the man or the woman that God called you to be. You're willing to do that because you know that he's not going to hurt you. He's not going to, he's not, he's not trying to take anything from you. He's actually trying to get something to you. It is the life that he planned for you from the foundations of the world. So losing yourself, you are willing to lose yourself and give up control because you know that God loves you, that God loves you with this unconditional, everlasting, unyielding love. Say, God loves me and I know it. Put that in the chat. It's because God loves me. It's because I know that God loves me that I'm willing to give up the control of my life, yield to God, give up my plans, submit to him, die to self, and I will become who God called me to be. And because I know God loves me, I believe that God's plans are better than my plans. And as I yield to him, nothing I give up Everything I give up is going to be a seed and God is going to see to it that I reap a harvest. It's not like I'm going to give up my plans and, and God's plans are going to be worse than my plans. No, God is, God's plans are better than my plans. So I yield to him 
in every way. And then lastly, in Galatians 5 and 6, I've taught you this many times before. The Bible says that in Christ Jesus, the Apostle Paul was teaching us not to focus on the law, but to focus on God's grace. He says in Christ Jesus, it's not about rules or laws. It's not even about the Ten Commandments. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything. The only thing that matters now is faith, and your faith works by love. Your faith is only going to be strong when you know that God loves you. So today I'm talking about the love of God. And when you have the love of God down in your heart, then you can believe God. You can have faith for success. What does this mean for you today? I have like 10 things to share with you in this morning. So I'm going to try to get through these. These are quick 10 nuggets. And as I give these to you, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? All right. These will be quick things, but there'll be 10 things. You ready? Number one, as a New Testament born again, spirit-filled believer, at this point, ceremonial laws or external rules mean nothing to you. Those should no longer be your focus. You got to be delivered. Say, I am delivered from performance-based religion. So you got to be delivered from performance-based religion. You're not living your life based on a bunch of external rules. You're living your life being led by the internal leading of the Holy Spirit so that you can become who it is that God has called you to be, so that you can maximize the purpose and the potential that God placed in you before the world began. Number two, you cannot live a life that is pleasing in God's sight by your works. So if you're living workspace, performance space, you will never live a life that is pleasing in your sight. God is looking for you to live by faith, but faith works by love, Galatians 5 and 6. So for you to really live the life of faith, and you want to be a faith man, a faith woman, then you have to fill your heart with the love of God. Know that faith works by love, and, and then love is rooted and grounded in God's grace. It is this unearned and unmerited favor. God doesn't love you because you're good. No, God's love is even grace-based. God loves you because God is good. God loves you because he is extending his unyielding love towards you, and it is unconditional. Despite the fact that you make mistakes, despite the fact that you're not, that you are flawed, despite the fact that you've messed up more times than you want to remember, God still wants to bless you and use you because God is a good God, and his love towards you is grace-based. Say amen to that. Number three, your life should be simple now. Say, my life is simple. Put that in the chat. My life is simple. My life is simple now. Why? Because all you have to do now is to be led, once you're born again, be led by the Holy Spirit. Go wherever the Holy Spirit tells you to go. Say whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to say. And do it by faith, trusting in the love of God every step of the way. So my life is simple. My, I, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not worrying about what's down the street or around the corner. You know, hey, Rick, where are you going to be in five years? You got a five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan. Well, I kind of have some plans. I'm not saying I don't plan. Isabella and I, we plan, but we're planning based on what we believe the Lord is leading us to do. And we're not wed to those plans. Those plans are not written in cement. And so if we're going through and the Holy Spirit says, no, that was you. That was not me. That was selfish. Don't go that way. Or I have something better for you. I want you to go here. Then good. We're going to flow. We're down for whatever. Our heart is open to be led by the Holy Spirit in all things. Our life is simple. Say, my life is simple. All right. Number four trusting in the love of God, trusting in the grace of God is what fuels your faith. So if you want to be a man of faith, a woman of faith, you want your faith to be strong, you got to meditate on God's love. You got to understand the grace of God. Because if you think, let me say it this way, uh, the whole thing about being delivered from performance-based religion, the whole mantra of the grace life is that if you think God's blessing or God's goodness towards you is based on 
your performance towards him, then you are religious. Let me say that again. If you are, if, if your expectation from God is based on your level of perceived performance towards God, then you are religious. You are living a performance-based life and you have a performance-based mindset. And so this performance-based mindset can only take you but so far. Why? Because your performance is just not that good. This performance-based mindset can only take you but so far because you are human and you are flawed and you will make mistakes. So I keep teaching you the grace life so you can be delivered from performance-based religion so that you can open up your heart to the grace of God. Say this, say my life is grace-based, not performance-based. So if you want to be a success in life, but you're trying to do it on your power, your ability, your strength, your performance, you might be able to get some things done, but you're only going to be able to go but so far because you're not that good. <laughs> you got to get over yourself. And so at the end of the day, when you are, when you realize I'm not perfect, I've made more mistakes than I want to remember, but God made plans for me from the foundations of the world, and I'm not judging my future by my past, and I'm not judging my future by my performance, and, I'm, and my flaws are not holding me back, it is the grace of God towards me, then you open up your heart. Now faith works by love. Now my faith is going to be strong because my faith is rooted and grounded in God's love and his grace, not my performance, right? It's not my perceived level of goodness. So this point is critical to success in life. If you really want to be the success that God has called you to be, you will never be able to do it performance-based because God's blessing or his love or his desire towards you exceeds your ability to perform. You get it? So you have to die to self, even die to your limits. Number five, receiving God's love in your heart and trusting in that love will open the door. Say my, say my heart is open. My, listen, it, will op it is the love of God and the grace of God towards you that will open the door to the fullness of God's divine assignment for your life. Because at that point, remember, it's not performance-based, it's grace-based. At that point, your faith will be strong because my faith is not rooted and grounded in my performance towards God. My faith is rooted and grounded in God's love towards me. Oh, glory. And since God's love towards me is perfect, then my faith towards God will be perfect, not because I'm perfect, but because he's perfect. And so before, let me say it this way, before my faith was rooted in my performance, my performance is flawed. Sometimes my performance is shaky. Therefore, my faith was impacted by my performance so my faith was flawed and my faith was shaky, but I disconnected. Listen, you have to disconnect, detach, decouple your faith from your performance. And so now I disconnected my faith from my performance and I, and I attached it over here to the love of God. God's love towards me is perfect, unconditional, unyielding, unfailing. And so now uh, uh, while over here, when it was connected to my performance, the performance fluctuated. But now that my faith is connected to God's love and not my performance, my faith is strong because, oh, glory to God, God's love towards me is unconditional. It is unyielding. It is this unmerited favor. God's love towards me never fails. So now my faith is strong. Why? Because I know that God loves me. I know that God loves me with an unconditional love. Faith works by love. You want to be a success? You have, to, you have to live by faith. But you can't live by faith based on your performance. You have to live by faith based on God's love, to his goodness, his kindness, his dedication towards you. The Bible says, even when we are faithless towards God, God remains faithful towards us. Why? The text says, because he cannot deny himself. When he looks down, he says, hey, he looks down at a crowd. He goes, that one, that one right there. 
that's my son. And so, so God can't deny, even when I, when I make a mistake, God says, no, nah, I can't deny myself. My hand is all over that boy. He's covered with the blood of my son. He's filled with my spirit. He is called according to my purpose. So even though he messes up sometimes, I cannot deny. I cannot deny what I called him to do. The Bible says he cannot deny himself. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. When Satan looks at me, he sees sin. When God looks at me, he sees his son. Come on now. That, this is how we're supposed to live. For your faith to be strong, it has to be rooted and grounded in God's love. Say amen to that. Number six, your faith will be strong when you are convinced that God loves you and that he wants to use you by grace and that he wants to bless you because he wants to bless you because he's good. Not because you're good, but because he's good. And here's the key. The reason why you want to decouple, detach, disconnect your faith from your performance is because newsflash, you are not that good. You just got to get over yourself. You're, you're not that good. I, 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 there's no other way to say it. You, you say, oh, bro, brother Pena, I'm this. No, no, you're just not that good. So get over yourself. See, see religious people, number seven, religious people have, have fooled themselves into thinking that they're good. Religious people who have a performance-based mindset, they love emphasizing, dun, 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 look at what I've done. You know, I feed the homeless. You know, I preach in jail. You know, I go on mission trips. Oh, I did this and I did that. Why? Because it makes them feel good. They love judging themselves based on juxtaposed against other people because they want to say, I'm good and, and other people are not. It's like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They brought the woman, hey, this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. What sayest thou, Jesus? Why? Because we're good and she's not. No, no. no the religious people, they, they have convinced themselves that they're good. But the truth is, none of us are good. Jesus was like, here's, here's the truth. Uh, you brought me this lady like she's wrong and you're right. Here's the truth. Nobody's right. If anybody doesn't have sin, throw the stone. And the Bible says from the oldest to the youngest, they started walking away. Not, the, the, the gospel is not I'm right and you're wrong. The gospel is we're all wrong. And it is the grace of God. It is only by the grace of God that we can be who it is that God has called us to be. So, so performance-based religious people, they love putting the spotlight on them. They'll say stuff like, I love God with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul all my strength. But the truth is you couldn't even love God if God didn't first love you. Don't act like you, you all that. You're not. So, so the, the, you couldn't even love God without the grace of God. God's grace is so amazing that he even empowers you to love him back. And so it is the love of, listen, don't try to act like you want to be judged by your performance because all of us would be men and women most miserable if God only gave us what we deserve. Thank God that he doesn't just give us what we deserve. He, he blesses us by his unearned and amazing grace. Put this in the chat. Say, thank you, Jesus. You, you need to say, thank you, Jesus, on that one. Number eight, when you are convinced that God loves you and that he wants to bless you because he wants to bless you because he's good and he's blessing you because of his grace, because of his everlasting love towards you, then you will believe without limits. Why? Because at that point, finally, your confidence will be in him and not in you. And so this way, you know that you don't have to be perfect to receive God's promises or to be a success. You just have to believe what God believes about you. Put this in the chat. Say, I believe what God believes about me. I, that's it. I, I, I've gotten to the point where I believe what God believes 
about me. Number nine, faith is not what happens when you convince God to bless you because you're good, because you're not that good. Faith is what happens when God convinces you that he wants to bless you because he's good. That, that finally you get to the point where like, oh my God, I'm, I, I got it. Like I'm fully persuaded that God wants to do something in my life that is way beyond my wildest dreams and imaginations. And because you want to do it, God, I believe, now I didn't come up with this. I'm not, this is not something I came up with. It's not even something I wanted. I, I probably would have never even asked you for something this big. But since you want to do it, you convinced me that you want to do it. I'm like, okay, God, if you want to do it, I'm down for it. That's the life of faith. When you start to walk in levels and ways that far exceed your power, your ability, your human strength, and you experience a life that is far beyond you, it is the grace life, and I'm a witness. Last point for today, number 10. I had 10 quick things. Last one. Love is who God is. God is love. And grace is how he deals with you. So you got to settle the issue of God's unconditional love towards you. You got to settle this that this thing down in your heart. God wants to bless me because God wants to bless me because God is good. It's not performance-based, it's grace-based. And when you finally get to that point where you are like, I believe God wants to bless me because God is good, now you are in a position to experience the success that God sent you to this planet to experience. Because at that point, your life will not be about you or your selfish desires. Your life will be all about him. Let me close with 2 Timothy 1 and 9. I read it to you every day in this series. God saved us and called us with a holy calling. Now, it's not according to our own works. It's according to his own purpose and grace. He gave us a purpose and the grace for the purpose. He gave us an assignment, the grace for the assignment. He gave us both in Christ Jesus. He gave us both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Please believe it. Believe what God believes about you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Say, I believe it. Say, I believe and I receive. Say, that's it. That's it. I am convinced. Say, God loves me and I know it. When you get to the point when you know God loves you and it has nothing to do with your performance, now you're free to experience supernatural success. I want you to speak this over your life, declare this over your life and declare it by faith. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. I am a New Testament, born-again, spirit-filled believer. My singular focus in life is to find, follow, and finish the purpose you sent me to this planet to accomplish. I have no other aim. I have no other goal. My life is all about you. Your spirit leads me daily. He speaks to me and reveals to me your will. As I hear, I say. As I see, I do. As you lead me, I go. Now, I do all of this <laughs> because I'm convinced that you love me. You love me and I know it. You love me and I trust in your love. Thank you, Father, for loving me despite my faults, flaws, and failures. You love me with an unconditional love. So I live by faith. My faith is not based on my performance. My faith is based on your love. And so I'm able to resist condemnation 
I'm able to receive your best and I'm able to walk in your goodness. Therefore, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. So please, tomorrow there'll be another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want my notes, you get the notes for free. You get all my notes. Everything I just said is in my notes and I give it to you for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I had to go live early today because I had to go do something that I pray that God uses me to glorify him and honor his son. So as I go do it, I ask you to pray with me that God will be glorified. And as I release you into this day, I want you to do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you tonight. I'll go back and I'll read them all. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Greater is coming for you. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.